So, today we're going to be talking about what all of us, I'm sure, at some point have written an essay about in college, and totally. that is sustainability in the theater. I actually don't think I ever wrote an essay on sustainability. It's a good, honestly, it's a good cop out. Yeah, I mean, I, I did, I did. I had to come up with some. Mm -mm. It needed to be some academic subject that wasn't about why you like plays. Yep. So then making it. Yep. Exactly. I have written. Ooh, I wrote articles or papers about like child pedagogy pedagogy and the use of theater nice and how that like impacts them at younger ages yeah it's that was the research so i did it yeah. was really cool yeah. very interesting that is really cool i only ever write about theater i only ever wrote about theater i used yeah. multiple essays for different classes <laughs> I, mean, I mean sometimes do what you, gotta you do, have to right write what you gotta write about and sometimes it's the same thing over and over exactly if you only write about theater in different lights or in different viewpoints mm -hmm. you can just use the same essay for a different class it can work for more than one class <laughs> absolutely but back to sustainability yes in theater uh, Bringing up the question when we were just discussing what to mm -hmm. podcast, uh, create an episode about next. Um, it was a nice dive. Yeah. Into yeah, it's a new topic. Like one that we knew we were gonna do pretty early on. Yeah. Yeah. And definitely in the future, could maybe have like way more specialized discussions about like maybe different aspects like very of what niche we talk about things saying. within yeah, theater because this is a broad topic mm -hmm. i feel it like is. the angle that we are coming at it from let's delve let's delve in okay, okay. Uh, yeah. we don't we don't <laughs> just want to talk we will be talking about the environmental impacts of theater um and that sustainability but we want to talk about theater sustainability uh out of in a few different ways so not just the environment mm -hmm. but financially um, is it sustainable career-wise for artists making theater? Is it sustainable for the theaters itself? What does, you know, keeping theater as an art form around mean to the community that supports it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And at large. And at large. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's so many different ways to be sustainable, both in life and through work and in theater, like you were saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um... But I specifically, um, not specifically, but I found articles about the environmental impact and how, which is not, as a lighting designer, I never really, I, I did actually have thoughts towards the end of college. I was like, mm -hmm. hmm, these lights are just kind of on all the time and use a lot of power. <laughs> yeah. Is that like, yeah, I mean, they're hot, hot. They're yeah. hot, hot, yeah. Burn your fingers. Burning through plastic. Burning through plastic. I have a shirt that a light, like a lamp, completely burned through. Oh my gosh! Were you, yeah. Were you wearing it? Yeah. You I, caught on fire it, in the theater. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It was a pretty small hole, but I the I had to change the lamp and it was too hot and I didn't have gloves and didn't. I was like in the catwalks. So I was like, I'm not going back down. 
Oh my <laughs> so god. So you use your shirt. So I use my shirt. Got it. Okay. And okay. I was imagining it's you still... standing there working on lights. Me too, like a and laser. Too, <laughs> like a magnifying glass in the sun burn your shirt. That... And I was like, that is way too hot. Yeah. It would be really funny. That would be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be horrible. No. Um through my own MacGyverness. There's I definitely a shirt. problem with how theater uses a lot of electricity. Yes, and just run. in general. Yeah. And the oh, fact yeah. that there is a lot of trash waste. So much trash. Let's talk about the environmental impacts yeah. first. Yeah. I mean... And then we can delve a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. You know, typically for shows, you make a whole new set. You're buying all of this wood that needs to be shipped to you, so... There's that cost yeah. of gas. There's the mm-hmm. cost of cutting down the trees. There's Wood the water that goes into that. Trees that had to be cut down. Yeah. Trees that had to be Sucks. cut down and thinking about the water that goes into all the washing of the clothes and the garments and... Every night. Like, every yeah. night. Yeah, every and, night. That's true. I didn't think about but, that. I mean, you do need to wash clothes so they're not smelly. But the, like... But it's a it, lot. Within yeah. the, like, fabrication as well, since you just buy new things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just accrue them. But there are ways that theaters have, you know, kind of looked around that and found their own way to um, pull from stock and reuse things that they already had. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of theaters co- are completely designed shows. Yeah. yeah, and it's such a good way because, you know, you just get pieces from more shows you do. Like, oh, mm-hmm. if you don't have a checkered skirt yeah you're gonna go buy a checkered skirt if that's what you need if you have the means and there's ways to like you can go thrifting for clothes reusing stock platforms there have been some theaters in my research that would draw um support from the community they would ask people to like recycle tires or bottles and oh that's really smart yeah, so they can use... Just, like, easy that. props. Easy props, easy set decoration, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember when it was for, um... What was the show? We all know it. Miranda directed it. Uh, really, really. Really, really. Um, Marty went around asking everyone to make sure to yes. save beer cans. Yes. Yes. And we had a party at our house. <laughs> And he, we collected We needed to have Marty as a guest on this episode. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Shout out to Marty. I mean, not just was it recycling, it was like resourceful of yes. how to get all these props. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, Alex Wade, when she was working on Invalid, asked bottles. for the pill bottles. Yes. That works too. Yeah. That's really smart. I know mm-hmm. um, when I was... Uh, this might be something that I'm making up, but I have it as a memory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, when I was working at Signature, it was either Arena was borrowing costumes from Signature or Signature was borrowing costumes from for from Arena. Mm-hmm. Or it mm-hmm. might have been a completely different theater. I know they like to feud. Got it. American realism. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> they both want it. I know. <laughs> it's really interesting the ways in which we use... Not to talk about the the electricity of the all of the lights being on, even if they're like and can, incandescent, which draws the most power because mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it has to get hot, hot. 
or it just does it conducts metal because it is electricity running through and <sighs> i don't understand electricity how it works electricity is scary it's I so scary that, it's like, like old thing with the battery mm. in school yeah and touching a wire to the battery and turning it on and <laughs> that is the full extent of my knowledge about electricity electricity is pretty cool yeah. i don't i don't understand and i don't well, I know it costs money because there has to be giant generators to make electricity. Yeah, yeah. Like, where? How are we getting the electricity? Isn't it through? In Virginia, it was coal for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Electricity is scary because it's like yeah. just below fire. Right. Yes, it's just below fire. It can make fire quite instantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's basically fire. Yeah, and that's why like, it's hot. We just don't like feed the flame. It's condensed within a plastic tube. It's like controlled. Yeah. The fact that there's so many wires underground, above ground, in our houses. Yeah. In our veins. Our veins are (laughs) wires. Wires. Oh my god. I've been they've been doing construction outside of my street, like fixing pipes and wires, and our uh and it's been happening for a week nonstop, but when they have the street opened up, it looks like surgery. Mm-hmm. And maybe I've been watching way too much no. Grey's Anatomy. Completely, yes. But then they close it right back up. They put those metal grates and they close it right back up. It's crazy. Yeah. Wow. I don't like walking over those things. No. But that's just me. I mean, you don't have to. That's okay. What other things have the years um, been doing? Yes. Let's okay. circle back. So yes, let's circle back to How the can we avoid all these problems that we just talked about? Like The National Theater in London is a very um it's a pretty sustainable building in general uh the building has gardens on the roof and they have like beehives so they pollinate and it's nice and they all of their lights in the buildings are leds which reduces the electricity consumption by a lot that's really good um and they try to use stock platforms when they can. And uh, their food and drink at the bars is sustainable. Like, I don't know if it's farm to ta- table, but... Oh, uh, yeah, they could, like, grow it on the roof. They could grow it on the roof. The cups, um, is, they're reusable now, which is nice. St. Lawrence University's production of Dark Water, the entire the the set was pulled from stock platforms and all of the costumes were pulled from stock or made with things they already had and i believe they also reached out to the community like um there was this bridge that was reused entirely they just added some paint and some ropes to like dress it differently but side by side comparison and the electrics were LEDs as well, and um, they St. Lawrence University has a campus-wide goal to reach climate neutrality, which I think is really important as like just an institution in general. Mm-hmm. What is yeah. climate neutrality? So you're offsetting the carbon emissions. Neutralizing it. Neutralizing That's it. like that bill that I need to write yes. about the airplanes. Bill. My bill. Yeah, they there's ways to be sustainable 
um, ways to reduce, reuse, recycle? I think just changing like the lights in the theater itself, like all the other lights, not mm -hmm. on the stage to be LED, like yeah. having that mm -hmm. definitely does reduce a lot. But also it's, we've got to think of something long-term that like, how can we just make the art more sustainable versus working around it? Back yeah. to outside. Back to outside. We used outside, to only have theater yeah. outside. And now we do it in the pitch black with our own lights. Yeah, we recreate that's true. daylight. <laughs> that's <laughs> true. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my Why God. Why do we do it? Lighting designers who think they're God. <laughs> Daylight. <laughs> that is, it's true. That's crazy. I mean, oh, theater not to... always like it's existed for thousands and thousands yeah. of years. Yeah. But the way it does right now has existed for like one hundred. It it's crazy, uh -huh. mm -hmm. and you know the way that lights are colored, the gel which is mm -hmm. made of petroleum, which is you know. I'm sure the production of the petroleum gel is not good for the environment, but they yeah. also burn so fast. That's another way that LEDs help offset. Not to backtrack, but... I feel like with the LEDs, it's also more efficient because they're cheaper most yeah. of the time. Because mm -hmm. you're using yes. less electricity mm -hmm. in the first place. And oftentimes, the more eco-friendly option is always going to be the cheaper one. Right. Like reusing a platform. Right. So often I think those things are done as like, oh yeah, we do that out of maybe necessity. Mm -hmm. But then the million dollar budget theaters. <laughs> that just cycle they, through stuff. They, I guess, get too stuff. picky enough to throw everything out. Yeah. But it's like, just give all of your trash to the poor theaters. Fucking true. Why would they do that? If you want to flex on them and buy a new couch every production, whatever. Don't eat a I couch. I feel like they wouldn't just family. throw couches away. I feel like they wouldn't. There has to be definitely like, boosting. <laughs> yeah, Where yeah. Where do you think they go? Warehouses. Yeah. Warehouses. Yeah, they they keep things in warehouses for sure. Yeah, yeah they You're have right. the money. And I guess there are warehouses that multiple theaters like share. Yeah. They're like huge prop houses. Mm -hmm. And you can yeah. look on their inventory online. Because all of all of the like backdrops are painted in warehouses separate from like their own thing. Right. They're, yeah. Like, yeah. With like space and there should just be like a collab place. Like I feel like unions <sighs> this is kind of <laughs> going into my thing great um Let's which is the sustainability for the artists themselves and like having theater as a career but there should be just more unions to make things mm -hmm. more accessible to everybody and then everyone can profit easier but unions should have like like our lord whatever division in our area should have warehouses for all of the Lort theaters to store and share things. Wouldn't that be nice? I feel like that could get messy from a like uh, 
logistical standpoint. There would just have to be somebody who runs the warehouse, like someone who has everything. A warehouse like, manager. Yeah, like somebody, Why a team. Why don't we like, share more? Right, and then people <laughs> could work there. You know, like that could create a lot of jobs. True. Because somebody has to, you know, go through and make sure everything is there and like log yeah. in or whatever and, you know, sign props out and whatever. And it, uh, the space is clean so it's not like getting moldy and... Yeah, someone has to upkeep the stuff so it's mm-hmm. good for everybody. Yeah, and if it breaks, maybe they can fix it. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> That's what we need. We're the um, fun theater warehouse instead of yep. redirecting our yep. brand goal. <laughs> Because that sounds awesome. Yes. That sounds like that would be fun. <laughs> it would be. And the theater just has to pay like... And it could be with costumes too. Like just Anything. pure organization. Mm-hmm. Okay, team. Uh, let's Break. go. <laughs> <laughs> Talking a little bit more about... Yeah, what did you look artists, at? The I, I looked up... Um, I found some very interesting articles. Um, one in particular that I really, really liked. Um, It's on americantheater.org. The article is... I want to get a name. How Theater Work Adds Up, written by Deep Tran. It was really... This is a really interesting article. Um, So, essentially, a few theater artists, a stage manager, a development assistant a director, a playwright, and an actor, and a set designer, uh, broke down their career trajectory, so how they kind of started their career and where it's going. Um, And then they talked about um, how they make money in a year uh, with any type of freelancing. It's always going to be a lot of work that you put on yourself so work can be very inconsistent or very consistent depending on the year um, or even just like the time of year. But each of these artists sort of explained, they picked one year, uh, which was 2014, um, compiled a list of all of the facets that they made income within that year, um, totaled that up. Uh, gave a total percentage pre and post taxes and then also made a list of their fixed expenses in that given year um, and how that that money lines up. Almost all of them are making just under the living wage. The poverty living wage? Yes. Nice. Uh, for the locations that they live, except for uh, the director... Um, and the set designer, um, but the actor, uh, playwright, um, and everyone else was just under the living wage for their area that they live in, which is pretty discouraging. You hear a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are these people working like consistently? Yeah, all of them are like okay. So this one is from. <laughs> let's look at this. So the yeah. playwright. I really let's let's talk about this playwright because this playwright um, did not remain anonymous. This was one of the one of the very few people who did not remain anonymous in this article. But Jacqueline E. Lawton, uh, playwright based out of D.C., um, I'm gonna read her 2014 money 
Okay, here we go. Okay. So she playwrote for three theaters, one dance company, and one nonprofit, which is totaled ten thousand dollars. She dramaturged, was a teaching artist, was a diversity consultant, was producing, um, worked on panels, um, and then a miscellaneous section of workshops and reading, um, which kind of totals uh, just under twenty nine thousand for the year. Um, which is around 24,000 post taxes. Um, and then their yearly expenses sort of came up to $18,756. Um, and the insurance is provided by the Affordable Care Act in 2014. So I thought this was really interesting um, because she was based out of DC. Uh, I actually wanna read a little bit of this article because it, I feel like, really relates to where we are being artists based out of D.C., uh -huh. and it was very specific. Um, so, she graduated with an MFA in playwriting in 2003 and received a paid dramaturgy internship at Willie Mammoth Theater in D.C. Nice. At the same time, she worked for a box office at Forge Theater. She was then hired as an educational associate at Folger Theater, then at Arena Stage. After being laid off, she cobbled together a freelancer career comprising writings, gigs, teaching artist gigs, dramaturgy, directing, and producing. Then she was an adjunct professor, a visiting professor, and a freelancer again. So that above income came from the, the year of being a freelancer, which was in 2014. Um, and she gave a little bit of career advice. Uh, this artist also talked about... Um, internships and how she does not romanticize poverty and that she is against doing work for free um which i thought was great and she had a lot of good things to say about that um so her i'm gonna read her little career advice section okay okay she said i had to be resourceful and use as many skills as possible to bring in income i'm passionate about teaching so i knew that was one way I also knew that being a dramaturg would benefit me in a number of ways. In addition, she learned how to write grants so that I could pay myself to write, pay actors to work with me, and pay directors. So it was on-the-job training, but being very specific in getting administrative skills, getting marketing skills, grant writing skills, and teaching. Most playwrights I know have teaching gigs or they're writing in television or film. I have not seen an example of someone making a living as a playwright only to get what I'm currently making, I had to have what I had to have five to six commissions a year, or three commissions and shows produced in multiple. But that is so much. Yeah, it's like even when you're getting great, consistent work, yeah. <laughs> you're like barely scraping by. Yeah, well. and that's like her career, like all of that. Starting from the MA in playwriting. It and that was over right. the course of how long? I was like, that long? is pretty inaccessible. Um, that is inaccessible. That was within a year. Within a year? Oh, no. Mm -hmm. what, how long has she been working? Uh, oh, this was... Um, uh, years active, 12. Yeah. 12 years. Okay. It's <laughs> just... Oh. Yeah. It's so difficult. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I it like... shouldn't have to be like that. And I don't think it's like that um, in other parts of the world. No. Oh, my God. So I was reading... Artists. 
that brings me to another article. I was reading another article and it was telling me that um, one of the advice columns, I thought it was hilarious. Uh, it was from an actor and the actor was saying you need to seek out countries that fund the arts. AKA not America. Yeah. Like the advice was to move out of the country. <laughs> this, I found this um, like table essentially showing with like a select number of countries comparing their government spending on the arts. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy. It's not... Okay, so obviously we're talking U.S. is the bottom of this list. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And it's out of... Let me count. Ten countries. It compares ten countries' general Western world. Okay. I'm just trying to... I'm reading this trying to figure out how to, I guess, word... Take your time. Yeah. But, um... So when we're talking about the total public spending of what the government spends mm -hmm. in a year and what percentage of that goes to art, public art, in the United States is 0 0.13. 0.13% of the government's budget goes towards public art. Wow. And the... Highest country um, out of that 10 is Finland. Finland. And Finland is, their percentage is 2.1. Coming in clutch. Okay, Finland. Which wow. is still very small when yeah. you think about it. But that is also, this might completely be totally incorrect math, but like 200 times more than what the U.S. is spending. I mean, yeah, yeah that is about 200 times more. Yeah. Maybe. Imagine, what would it be like? It wouldn't if for right. every one dollar <laughs> a theater was given was like two hundred. Like it makes me want to move to Finland. You well, should move I to Finland. I would already like it there. <laughs> I feel like you would. And I'll list all these these ten countries. We're going we're going top to bottom. So Finland to U U.S. Okay. Finland is Germany, mm -hmm. France, Sweden. Netherlands, Canada, the UK, Australia, Ireland, US. Wow. Guess who's moving to the Netherlands? Right. <laughs> right. Right. Even Ireland, the second to last country, is like three times more spending amount. Wow. Is it like 0.5%? 0.43. Nice. U.S. is 0.13. Wow. <laughs> it's great. Like, imagine how different things could be. And what do we spend it on? I don't even want to talk about what we spend it on. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about it because... Ooh, it's upsetting. It's bad. It's bad. This is a bad place. We're in the bad place. Yes. We are in the bad place. Oh, my God. You know, Jeremy O'Harris tweeted the other day. He said... By America or something funny and witty calling America sis because he is going to the Netherlands right now. Uh -huh. Cute. <laughs> I love that. Bye sis. Bye sis. Bye. Yeah. 
we need to get out. Yeah, and then we think about what happened ruining the arts economy <laughs> with the pandemic. Yeah. You know that all those other countries got way better help through that. Yeah. And now, yeah, like, we essentially than ever. got nothing. I got maybe $1,000. Maybe. Yeah. Or less. Because the CFA paid me when oh, we were first unemployed. Yeah. They were like, you work here. You're displaced. And I was like, yep. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks for giving me some money. Well, that's nice. Yeah. But that was... Because I was a freelance stagehand yeah. at that point in time. It's like, we kind of signed up for public. this knowing it wasn't that sustainable. Yeah. And now it's like five times worse. It's like, we talk about theater coming out of the pandemic. And I really wonder, like, how long it's going to take to recuperate. I think at least five years. Or will it be will a little... It... I just because you know like a lot of theaters have had scary. to to lay off so many of their employees mm-hmm. that like even companies rebuilding themselves right now <sighs> is crazy. So I wonder how much like even more quote unquote free work people are going to be asking for. And it's like it's going to be even more. Yeah. And it's and all the things that I've been finding about like acting specifically was like if you want to be acting in theater travel is necessary or you won't mm-hmm. absolutely you won't be sustaining yourself absolutely because yeah. you have to take a gig anywhere it yeah is. anywhere and in the that same article one of the actors that i was just reading from one of the the only actor she was saying that uh she thinks, like, she's so glad that she doesn't have a desire to have children and a family <laughs> because she's like, I've got 10 years before my type kind of runs out and I need to be casted as something else. Yeah. I can't have a family right now because I have to travel. Gotta get all that work while you can. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. As a technician, we have very different experiences it's almost easier for me to get work but i don't know all of the job listings that i look at are very like transparent with how much they pay and past internships that i've looked at have actually increased their pay Mm -hmm. which i think is a good thing that theater Mm -hmm. because theaters want to pay people yeah they don't want to ask you to do free work Unless the, they're one of the smaller theaters. <laughs> but, That's true. But uh, one of the of those tips, higher up people, they make a lot of freaking money. I know. Mm, they, they do. They make a lot of freaking money. Yeah, there is one. Who do you think like <laughs> owns the like largest theaters in like the whole country? People who are rich as hell because they own it. Mm-hmm. Or even like a lot of like artistic directors are they make a lot of money. Yeah. How much do artistic directors make? Do you know? Yeah, how much do you make as the artistic director as Fun Theater, Caleb? I yeah. make negative money. <laughs> Caleb's been making millions and millions that we don't know about. Um. <laughs> and we're working for free. We're working for free. 
<laughs> Boo. Yeah. Boo. I would like to think that it would, um, if I ever was the artistic director of a company with money, I would not get ridiculous amounts more money than everybody else who worked there. But I Hopefully feel like... I don't become evil. Yeah. <laughs> People say that money will corrupt you. You'll never give it away once you got it. But hopefully I would not do that. I'm trying to look up. Um... If I win the lottery, you'll never see me again. I don't think we're winning that Maryland State lottery no. for getting our vaccination. That is my... Um... <laughs> My boss asked me the other day if I won because I kept calling out of work to go to set. And she was like, did you win the lottery and are you not telling us? <laughs> and I was like, if I won the lottery, I would not call. <laughs> oh, hold up. What did you find? It says, according to the most recent stage directors and choreographers union rate schedule, directors of Broadway musicals receive a minimum fee of um, $30,000 per production. With, with an advance against royalties of $43,000 for a total $73,000 in salary. That's, um... You do one show. Broadway, I if mean, you ever want to make money in theater, it's really sad to say, but... That's the only in America, place where it is. you have to go to Broadway. Mm-hmm. That's the only place where it is. You have it's, I mean, if you that's you kidding me? what you want your living to be, absolutely. Are you kidding me? This, that's crazy. That's crazy because I don't want to know what like a background dancer made the entire time they were doing that show. Depends yeah. on if they're union or not. True. Oh. Well, most most New York houses are union, I think. I'm not positive. We're I th- talking about Broadway, not Broadway, then, yeah. Okay, yeah. Sure. I, I don't know about the off-off-Broadway theaters, but... It says that the off-Broadway, like, union salary for a director is, like, 7000 for, like, one job. Yeah, that makes sense. And then once you're up at Broadway, it's 73. Like, what? And you that know is- Broadway I only don't likes to hire over within. and over and over and over again on Broadway. I mean, some people do, of course. Yeah. <laughs> That's just crazy. The producers, huh? What do they make? Let's not look that up. No, no we're just I don't want to know that number. Sad. I don't want to know it. Up. I don't want to know it at all. Next. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. We um, took the time to reach out to some of you all, the viewers, if you're out there. Listeners. Um, listening. We put a poll up on our Instagram last week, um, opening the conversation about sustainability because we wanted to know what your thoughts were on theater and where we're headed. Um, and we got some very interesting response. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait to hear. We have started a good discussion. I cannot wait to hear. Um, I specifically want to shout out Esteban. Esteban. Hold on. I don't actually know Esteban's whole name. Esteban Marmaleo Suarez. Yeah, it is. There it is. Thank you. We got you, boy. Um, Esteban brought up a... I'm just going to read his comment because mm-hmm. I was like, wow, never thought about it that way. Um, but he said, I think a big key of sustainable theater is really knowing the community you're based in. Having a genuine mm-hmm. connection with local businesses, businesses, 
sorry, I had a stroke, activists <laughs> and residents in, is crucial to understanding how to be sustainable in that environment. I feel like a lot of theaters focus on gathering an affluent audience and then end up ignoring the larger community that surrounds them. In that way, those theaters contribute to the negative gentrification of neighborhoods. Yes! Mm -hmm. That was so well put, and I completely didn't think of it that way. Right! The local consumption of it. Yes. That makes it sustainable. Yeah. Yes. Wow. This world is so big. Yes, because theater can (laughs) and has been very classist. It has, absolutely. Like, it's not accessible. It's not accessible. It is a privilege to be able to do an unpaid internship. Right. Yeah. And it's a privilege to be able to go see a play. It's a privilege yes. to be able to go see a play. Absolutely. It that is. costs yeah. a lot of money, too. Yeah. And then to do it, totally. I, let's not even talk about how expensive tickets are going to be for theater. Oh, it's only, like, going to get way worse. It's only going to get worse. Because yeah. we're going to demand better pay for people. And they're going to be like, well, that means Well, no, it's also, like... Up. It's hard to get into it. Broadway tickets right now, I'm sure, are going to be like off the rails only for so the upper class. You're right. Because mm-hmm. they were already 200 dollars You got to socially distance. You can't have full audiences. Yeah, theaters are losing a lot of space right now because they have to True. cross wow. out seats. Wow. Yeah. Means they make less money. That means they need to be more expensive to try to offset the. You got to pay for all costs. four seats. Yeah. <laughs> I you gotta pay for your six feet on either side can't help but laugh it would you pay so more no period I was thinking in like any kind of venue or plane anything like that pay extra money to have the seat next to you so nobody sits there no maybe it depends on how I never pay extra money. <laughs> if I had the money, if I have the money, yeah, I'm flying yes. first class. I'm not paying for the extra seat. The second I can afford that, it will be happening. Even yeah. if it's like a splurge, that seems so worth it to me. You know, planes I, are horrible. I hate. I hate. I hate planes. the boarding process because it's like you put the cheap tickets in the back of the plane. But you no. board first class first, and then you have to like walk through that tiny hallway with your little suitcase, yeah. and then be like, "Don't touch me!" And it's I like, know. "I'm sorry, they sat you here first. Yeah, that's <laughs> so inconvenient for everybody else. Stay, you know, at the club, the plane club bar even longer. Right. Yeah." I'm like, the That's where they should have to first. check in first, and then a little go kart to like takes them to the plane <laughs> once all the other passengers are on. And then yep. we watch them get on the plane. And then we watch them. <laughs> Look, we're they, gonna they roll the out enemy. the stairs. We're gonna become the enemy. No, we guys, we drive we it. About? We drive it to we drive it to their club, and then they roll out the little stairs, and they get to yeah. walk on the stairs. Oh, nice! Like the president. Yeah. yeah. Is that what happens? Um, they drive the plane to the gate. I don't. What? What? <laughs> they I mean, they the do. I meant with the president. Oh no! Oh, they just walk down the stairs. Yeah, they walk down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like, have you ever seen the Crown? No. 
Oh, well, there's a lot of clips of the queen <laughs> descending the stairs. Yeah. I forget, like, I haven't seen pictures of presidents descending stairs before. <laughs> <laughs> I have. That is so funny. I'm feeling a mix of emotions of hope and despair. Yeah, me too. Well, about our futures in theater. <laughs> kind of tying back to what Esteban said. Yeah. Sarah Millard lovely woman, mm-hmm. amazing woman, sent us a very cool mm-hmm. article. It was neat. Um, it's from the Hindu.com, Padampen Muthan. So he conceptualized uh, organic theater in Kerala. Um, and essentially what his idea was, was to bring together the community Uh, And create a show that told stories of their origins and of their land and how to care for their land. Um, And he created essentially just theater, just Mm -hmm. making these shows that involved the community to come together and learn while also doing. Um, So he brought together all these people to regrow crops and teach them about the original ways of like tending to the land and the fields. And he brought the community together to create this art piece that also helped the community and their youth learn about the land that they live on and why it is rich and beautiful and why they are able to keep it that way. Yeah. Which I thought was really interesting. It is very specific to this community, having that like organic farming and theater together. Um, but like Esteban said, it's, I feel like the way that we do, how we can achieve organic theater where we live, I feel like is implementing the things that Esteban was saying, where the theaters need to make a connection with local businesses and Mm -hmm. activists and residents so that they understand how to be sustainable in that environment. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he, if he's making, like, this public art piece with the town, mm-hmm. it's like, if something like that of Baltimore existed, it probably wouldn't be flourishing crops. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. But it would be, like, come together and, like... Rebuilding homes or something. Baltimore. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, imagine doing some, like, super ensemble-oriented show, and the costumes were actually community members clothings yeah and then people come and see the show because they're like my granny's dress is like in this play or like there's so many like shops around like Mm -hmm. yeah all of this was borrowed from the dollhouse or like Mm -hmm. you know all of this was from uptown cheapskate genius genius yeah having like local restaurants even like cater yeah that could be cool is that how we get a sponsor Yes. All and right. Then working, putting your resources together to get more customers for a goal. Yeah. Is yes. How you would do that? Because it's a deal. Mm-hmm. You're giving us money. We will give you money in return by word of mouth yes. advertising, which is the best form of advertising. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That made me a little more hopeful. Yeah. Whoa. Well, we gotta seek out money. We got it. We can do it. Yeah. Gotta write some emails. We gotta write because some grants. Money, we gotta write money some grants. Exists. We are entitled to our 0.03%. <laughs> right, right. The money's out there and we just need to allocate it differently and allocate it to us. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
Let's go team. Let's purchase. Yeah, I feel, I feel better after this conversation than I have with you guys. Here's my organic theater plan. Are we ready? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's purchase a home. Let's get the community <laughs> together okay, okay. to rebuild the home. And we can trick all of the audience members into doing renovations and building us a new roof. Things like that, you know. That way, return on investment. Investment times two because we've purchased the home. We then apply for a grant to build out the interior of the home and say that we are a theater. And then mm -hmm. we also, you know, don't have to you pay rent. be poor and homeless. <laughs> I mean, there, we could make our own like rhizome house. I feel location. like. We, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, we're gonna have to talk about some of this stuff Let's, off mic because this is really good. I think we should contact um, a property owner. You know all those totally. people who are like, Do we, we buy houses. Let's contact them and be like, look, we're gonna we advertise. We're gonna advertise for you. <laughs> we want to buy this. Home. Give us this home. We will advertise. And we're gonna trick a bunch of people into building it for free. <laughs> But if that's our proposed project, we could get a grant to buy the property. Oh yeah, we're gonna have to like advertise at like Ace Hardware, be like, stand outside, hand out flyers. Yeah. Well, we would just have to. It would be compensated in like. Um, well, if we had money, then that would be great. But I'm like, are you a retired handyman? Come see this play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be like you helped us do this, so like, you get to come for free. No, the, well, they got to come because they know how to do the work. And then we can be like, yeah. build this. Yeah, but I'm saying <laughs> then the shows we do there, they go to for free. Because mm -hmm. they're like, I literally made this floor we're standing on. Yep. Interactive yeah. theater. Yeah. Interactive, Interactive theater. theater. In this play, <laughs> we're building the floor. So the audience will also be building the floor. Or, you know, they can sit outside and build the deck. <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> But I could really see it. What's that one scene that happens in acting classes all the time where they're moving bricks back and forth? That's it. That's the play right there. <laughs> That's it right there. Um, that could be a whole other layer because I think they're like in a concentration camp moving rocks back and forth. And that's their like Ooh. torture treatment. Wow. Is having to move rocks from point A to point B. What play is that? I don't know. That's horrible. Yeah. Well, maybe we but won't make it so lovers. sad. Yeah, um, we don't. We can make it happy. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah. We're we could like turn one of the upstairs room into an escape room and be like, well, yes. you gotta paint the wall. You gotta paint the wall." Hang art in there. <laughs> 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 not gonna let you out. <laughs> not gonna let you out. <laughs> no way. Uh. Well, thanks everyone for coming on this journey with us today. We had our high moments and low moments. I feel better after this conversation. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I've got a little more hope. I'm feeling a little relieved, a little yeah. hopeful, like you're saying, yeah. yeah. And thanks to Sarah and Esteban for sending us some stuff to talk about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you guys were a great resource. We'll definitely link all the things that we talked about and include some screenshots on our Instagram, at fun.theater, so make sure you're following us there. Until next time, go green. Go green. Go green. And keep up with and the fun. And keep up with the fun. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye.